The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Tonight, uh, Sovereign, downtown Plainfield. I'll be there with Blackened. And then don't forget, we are out on Friday. We have a Buffalo Wild Wings football feast with Miller Lite. We're going to be at the B-Dubs in Schaumburg. It is time for Crosstalk uh, with Waddle and Sylvie. First of all, thanks for listening and calling today and participating. Damn, you, you look handsome today, sir. Striking. Thanks. Striking. Well, you tonight. I know. You, you look like a professor. Looks like you're going to a baptism or something. Thank you, Courtney Cronin. Baptism. A uh, uh, whiskey baptism. Yes. Yes. baptize himself. Right. Yeah, a little bit of uh, blackened whiskey, right? Isn't that what we're doing blackened tonight? Blackened whiskey. I like uh, at the beginning of Major League when uh, Bob Uecker, hello everybody, Harry Doyle, and he, he pours the Jack Daniels and yeah. he, he rubs the, the lip of the Jack Daniels and he puts it behind his ear. It's the best. It's so good. Is he still doing games? <laughs> I, I think he still he, does. Uh-huh. It's like 90. He's old. Way older he, than you he, would think. Is he doing it by himself too? Is it a one-man show? Or has he got a partner? I don't, I I don't think so. No? I, I think, think they, so. Give him a, they give him an inning and a half to catch a cat nap. And uh, be called he's got the Pat Hughes plan? Yeah, yeah, I might need an inning and a half coming up here shortly. Did you ever hear the time uh, years ago? This is when I was uh, oh, at GN when, when Cap oh, yeah. picked a fight with Euchre. For saying root, root, root for the Brewers. Oh, yeah. Cap picked yeah. a big fight with him. Does that surprise yeah. you? Like, how dare you say root, root, root for the Brewers? Does that surprise you? How dare you? What you are disrespecting what, what Harry you, Carey. What would you expect Bob Euchre to say? That's right. Get out of my booth. The man's got a Well, job. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't he say root, root, root for the Brewers? I mean, why do you always he hot? Cap was hot. That's what he told him. That why was in that. That's kind of in character for Euchre. That's who he is. Yeah, that's what he should have said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks to Black and Abdallah, by the way. The boys are on tonight, 6 to 8 after Waddle and Sylvie. It's time for Crosstalk. Brought Did he to get by... in the Draymond Green uh, from Boy, behind we didn't, Headlock? We, didn't really, we talked some hoops, but we yeah. didn't talk about that yet. We can with you guys, oh, maybe. That was spectacular. Uh, Crosstalk's brought to you by Club Hawthorne, featuring horse racing, video slots, and sports betting throughout yeah. Chicagoland. Like, what was Draymond doing? I mean, well, he's he doing Draymond Green things. I guess. First like, of all, he found Rudy Gobert. He didn't do it. Yeah. Rudy Gobert was trying to break stuff up. And, and I can't stand Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I don't think anybody can, but Rudy was just trying to break it up. Yeah, yeah and then he got choked. <laughs> and he got choked out. Like, what? Poor Rudy. I'm surprised. Maybe, maybe Draymond didn't want to play last night. Maybe he was not. trying to figure nah. a way to get off Too the many. field. He, he, he just got back. He may not be playing for a little while yeah. now. 17 That's just times yesterday. he's been kicked out. I just saw the he graphic. He escalated that, though. He escalated yeah. that. What was Who he did? thinking? Draymond Green. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going totally to get suspended down. for all, without several games. Doubt. Maybe, without a doubt. Maybe two months, you know. Well, I, don't know about two two months. Months. I don't know about two Take months. Two months. He, he is going to get suspended for sure. Oh, yeah. Two months. And I still can't figure out what he thought he was doing. I don't know. Maniac. He was trying to, to Rudy Gobert was actually trying to defuse, to, to defuse he, things. He was the peacemaker. Draymond Green wanted no part of diffusion. None. He wanted escalation. <laughs> he ran to I'm that. Here to like, I'm here to escalate. Rudy Go- Gobert got in the middle between it and then pushed his guy away. Right. Yeah. Laid his hands on his own player his own and guy. pushed him away. Yeah. 
And next thing you know, he's getting choked out by Draymond yeah. Green. Draymond's just looking and, for a reason and to put someone pictures, in a chokehold. The pictures of that, of him getting choked but out. Gobert's the like, fa- what are you the, doing? The facial expression of what's going well, then, on. And then everybody does the thing now on social media. Like, Big Cat will do, like, me coffee. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Abdallah immediately had it up. Yeah. Like, me New Jordans. And, like, oh, yeah. and Rudy Gobert's getting yeah. literally getting... Abdallah, you had that up quick oh, last time. Yeah, quick. oh, it yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I need to learn how to do that. You gotta show me how to do that. I don't know how to do that either. You gotta show me that. That's good. He's gonna have a class here later on this. And social media class. I saw it on Instagram right away. I mean, he had it up first thing on his on his Instagram, and I started laughing. It's never too late to learn new things, Tommy. You're right. Yeah, Abdallah, you gotta show me the ropes on that one. Uh, Show me the headlock. Maybe it had something to do with the in season tournament. There's a little bit more juice after all. No, I don't know. No. But you know what? Did you hear about Embiid last week? Joel? So, yes. So, they were playing Detroit. And late in the game, I think the 76ers won fairly comfortably. Mm -hmm. And Embiid was chucking up like a three-pointer at the end of the game. And the Pistons were having a problem with him shooting a three when the game had already been decided. And Embiid's like, hey, it's the rules of the tournament. He's like, stuff is being decided by point differential. Yep. Good for they him. don't know the rules. So Embiid, like whether you think they're into it or not, Embiid, one of the star players of the NBA, has gone into the tournament into the rules. Un- understanding what the rules yeah. are. Yeah, he knows what the rules are. And yeah. he loves to chest rub guys' and, and faces the way in it as well. You know, following the European model, away baskets are worth more than home baskets. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it's following it's the European true. model. Away yeah. baskets. You've been talking about the European model. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday that's I heard him ranting. That's He's funny. Like, They're not following the European <laughs> soccer model. Listen, I'm just but that's a good line, Yerk. I enjoyed the living hell out of Nuggets and Clippers. I don't think it had anything to do with in-season tournament game, but it was just Who a great game. Winning? Did the Nugs no, come, back like come back and won? They were yeah. down 10, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, uh, nine-ish, nine? 10, maybe. I don't know if it was as big What's as 10. Nine? Uh, just like nine and a half? Were they down nine and a half? Nine and a half. That's a gambler right there. When I say, what was he, were they down 10? I don't you go, know that it was I think they were digits. down nine-ish. What's nine-ish in, in real... You know, real score. Nine-ish. Nine and that's, you know, that's what I mean, Carmen. It's a gambler right there. They lost again with Harden in the lineup. Uh, I wouldn't and, want James uh, Harden. How are they? They're Ol- three and seven. Oh, now. they're three and seven with him. No, no, no I no. think they're zero. Ol- I heard yeah, you say yeah. that the other day. Ol- five or zero and six, something like that. I think they're zero and no, no. I think they're zero and five without with him. With him. Did you hear the rant from the Mavericks uh, announcer? Brian yeah, Demaris, you guys play. So they, by the way, Bally Sports Southwest pulled it down. They deleted the Why? tweet. And they don't like no one really knows. People are saying that uh, Mark Cuban may have made it. Remember when Mark Cuban was such a renegade? Now he wants to take it down. So Why? I don't know. That's odd. Yeah, I heard Jimmy Traynor wrote about it. this on Monday. That that it's one of the best pieces of audio out there. It's great. And and he he went off on Harden and Bally Sports. That it got over a million and- views. And, and they took it down. And, and they took it down. And, and, and I don't know why. I heard you guys play it Monday during Good, Bad, Dirty. I think you played it, didn't you? Is that what yes, you played that it? that was my good. That's you, want play, you want to play Hot a sample of this? And, and I'll tell you one other thing. If you want to play it, that's cool. And I agree with Sylvie, and I've said this for a long time, too. I don't care if my team was good, bad, or in the middle. I wouldn't want James Harden on my team no. under any Free. Even if you were paying for his salary. I wouldn't want no. him under any 
singular circumstance. Singular. You're making whatsoever. up words today. I am. I, I heard you yeah. make one up earlier. Mind-bogglingly. Yes, mind-bogglingly. Mind-bogglingly I was nodding my head in the car. Absolutely. I know that. Not under any circumstance would I want James Harden on my basketball team. my guy, man. Look at him. Crazy and that's words. and what's crazy to me yurt. is that is that he <laughs> is that somehow owners and like smart businessmen and smart executives are fooled into thinking you know what we need is the we last need some piece of that James we Harden need James stuff. Harden yeah. as the last piece to our championship so puzzle. weird it's it, you I, know what I, I mean I in that case believe. I needed one of those headlocks that Draymond's given Carmen, out Carmen was once a wonderful defender of James Harden. Talking about how many assists he had. Well, I would. How much I'd of defend, uh, would I clarify some things about James Harden? I'd probably clarify. Yeah, there's some clarity. But I've said for the last three years, I would want nothing to do with. There are two yeah. players I wouldn't want on my team under any circumstance: Ben Simmons and James Harden. Well, that's too bad. I think that's a, that's a long way. I, I mean, know Simmons is playing a little bit there, better. Everybody's yeah. saying, "Okay, go take Ben Simmons." Good luck to you. <laughs> Let me know how that ends for you, James Harden. Good luck. All I know is I want Jokic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I want. We got Jokic light though. We I got Vooch. He's Jokic light. He is uninterested in playing basketball. Who is? And he's great at Jokic. it. Jokic. Yeah, he's so great. It seems like sometimes he'd rather just be in a million pay, pay, uh, million other places. But he rolls out right, of bad. Darn it! If I gotta go play basketball, uh, another triple Let's double. Do it. Yes. You know what? Another triple points, double. Ten rebounds or no, sixteen rebounds, nine assists. No Jamal Murray last night oh, either, um, and the Clippers still couldn't beat him. With a fourth quarter lead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, again, and Reggie's like, this is why you go get James Harden. I'm like, why? What, what so that had? everything slows down to a snail's pace and he takes bad shots and you lose? He's got to shave the beard. That's why you go out and get James Harden. And maybe drop 30 pounds. For yeah. a fresh start. What are we, yeah. 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 And lose some weight. 11 <laughs> games in. 11, 12 games into the season. Yeah, like 12. Yeah, you barely even, what, 14, 15% into the season. Well, that's perfect time for the Bulls to completely dismantle I, well, their team. Might as well. You should have did it the offseason. Of course. You should have done it last now year. Now just do the darn thing. Just should've get done it done. Last year when there was a, a generational player to... Tank for Carmen and Joe Cowley present a case. Well, I don't know. I wonder to these guys Williams today. Like, might be Zion's Zion. already pissed. Did you say Brian? No, Zion. Oh, I thought you said Zion. Zion. Like Zion's Zion already okay. complaining. You know, like do you take a swing now? Yes, yes. If they would do it, would they do it? I don't know, Sylvie. It'd be better I, than what you got going right you, now. You want you want to give draft picks to AK? Mid, mid, mid to late draft picks to AK? In 2029. Yeah. Hey, here, AK. Go draft another, um, what's his name? Uh, Dancing Dalen Terry. Yeah, Dalen Terry. Dancing Dalen. Go go get another Dalen Terry at 18. Here. Here's an 18th overall pick, AK. Good luck to you. Here, go get another Patrick Williams and a Dalen Terry. Yeah, yeah Patrick I mean, Williams at number four. Dalen Terry. Dance, uh, it's I, such I, a, are yeah. you the only one who calls him that? Because it's, I, I it's fabulous. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Good for you. That's Thank good. You. It's wonderful. He yeah. couldn't play five minutes a night. No. And the G League. The, the 18th pick. They, he couldn't Someone play five on Twitch. Someone on Twitch said yesterday, it was outstanding, that he should he should have bought a house in Hoffman Estates. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who said it. But that would have been Do you know he's making three and a half million a year? So, yeah. He was an 18th pick of the draft. Sure. <laughs> you pay dancing Danny and Dale and Terry, probably a great kid, three and a half million. Uh, but you're you're God. you're worried about buying out managers and coaches for whatever they're making because well we just can't no we can't I mean, we can't eat that contract really or we can't really eat is. that it's, fee. It's something, isn't it? It's something. <laughs>
P. Will. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because he can't uh, play. I don't know he if can't it's play. that because I think he's so freaking talented. Like, is it? He's they so talented. Is he's averaging he's, six points. I know, but like, is it that? <laughs> is it that he's been stuck here the whole time? As like the fourth option, Carm, I, I was it, willing to buy that. I was I willing know. to sell I, that too. That like he, he, he doesn't seem to be an aggressive player to begin with. Right, but when right. you are deferring to Demar and Zach and Vooch, right. you're going to be even less aggressive. And even I can't like, buy my if, own. If he went to anymore. a place like like if you put it in like if you put him in a, if you put him in a place like Oklahoma City, like and I'll use SGA as an example just because, but like. There you're allowing a young player to thrive. You're basically saying, go. Like, yeah. go ahead. Don't and, worry about mistakes. And, you know, I, and I'm not saying he'd be SGA. I don't really mean that, but he's so talented. Like, I, part of me thinks if the situation were different, he'd be a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe he's just an ultimate bust. Maybe he is. Yeah. But he can't. Like, I told Yurko, forget about out. games. He can't string 10-minute blocks together, no. let alone games together or weeks together i don't or, right? know i mean i don't know if a if a change of scenery would would turn the light bulb on i don't, I don't know. know if that's even a valid thing it did for Lowry a little bit it did for wendell a little bit that's why like i wonder if the scenario were different if we'd see more out of him but for a fourth pick you guys like He's done nothing well, doesn't, for that. Doesn't nothing, and, and maybe not all of it's his fault because of the situation. But for he was the fourth pick. But doesn't Billy doesn't Billy, doesn't Billy have to wear a lot of that sure. for not developing him? Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, when you got Zach Levine, Demar Billy, Derozan, and, and the Nicola rest of the staff, on your team, what, what about Longstaff? I'm going to blame him too. He started rattling Who? the Bulls' assistant. Well, uh, he found someone name? named Longstaff. Longstaff, yeah. <laughs> Harry Longstaff. Yeah. Richard Longstaff. Very good. Very good, you guys. You're hilarious. No, yeah. I, I found the names. I go, somebody wanted to blame the coach. I said, well, let's blame them all. So I found the name of every coach on the staff. As long as it's not Mo Cheeks. Well, that's that's right. Mo Cheeks said, was my childhood hero. I said, bite your tongue. Yeah. You say anything bad about Mo Cheeks, I'll slap oh. you. Mo you better Cheeks. not say a bad right? word about Mo Cheeks. Yeah. He and Andrew Tony. Yes, Andrew Tony is fabulous. Awesome. Bobby, uh, who was it? Bobby Jones was a six man Bobby back Jones, in the day. Yeah. Coming off the bench, Mark Ivoroni. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Stevie Nicks, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's not, Nicks, not to be confused with Stevie Nicks. Julius. Julius. You had Moses. Julius. Yeah. And then, of course, of course uh, Caldwell Jones. Chocolate Thunder. Look at uh, Daryl Dawkins. Did you remember Dawkins. Caldwell Jones, too? Very underrated player. That team is loaded. Yeah, no unbelievable. Why they won. Loaded huh? for that team is loaded. Surprise, yeah. the only one won the NBA championship. Right, it was the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Lakers yeah, in the early 80s. Those were the three. Yeah. And then yeah. every time, every once in a while, you'd see George Gervin yeah. or Kiki Vandewedge. Yeah. A little, a little. Remember Houston surprised one year? Yeah, Fancy Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, all right, so you'd be in on a Zion. Like, why not? Yeah, I mean, why try not? something different. Yeah. I don't know that New Orleans would do it. It's just he's complaining. They might see the writing on the wall. Why would New Orleans do it? I was would be my question. That they're fed up with Zion. They might just be, yeah. And yeah. that they're, they're, they're willing to get a 25-point-per-game score. They could just be fed up with him. Do they think, like, CJ I mean, are, are and, we and fed Ingram up with Zach? Zach are a good mix? I don't know, but, I mean, does Zach go from one environment where people are fed up with him? I think Zach is Possibly. Zach. I think Zach's a good player. Yeah. Just isn't a... Just not... Zach's not a winning player. Right. That's the I thing. thought he would become a winning player. I, I thought too. he'd become more of a finisher. I thought he would evolve more. He was out yeah. at that event with just, you last night in the front row saying, come get me. 
Oh, Zach was there? Yeah, with his agent. Better seats than me? Yeah. Rich oh, Paul. Yeah. A little bit. I'm upset. A little well, bit. listen, it's Zach and I'm upset. I mean, you know, I I mean saw, that's definitely hey, him saying, come get me, right? I saw Adam Somebody? Amin. Adam Amin last night. Did you did you say hi? Of course I said hi. He gave me a nice big hug. He's a hugger. Yes, he yes, is a hugger. Nobody, and he put, he'll go cheek to cheek with you. Yeah. I know. And, he, and went, he holds on. He went down to talk to uh, talk to Shulman and uh, Bile. Bias. What's his name? Billis. Yeah, Jay Bias. <laughs> Bile. <laughs> he went down there to talk to him. Jay so Billis. they had a conversation who was, down there. Who he was? So he little was, Sully, my guy Artie Johnson, little Sully. He was down there. Wait, wait. Sully was Artie, Artie Johnson. Johnson. No. Sully. No, Sully. Paul Sullivan? Yeah, Paul oh, Sullivan. Okay. Oh, why do you call him Artie? He reminds me of the old comic Artie Johnson. I don't know if you ever seen him, but he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I he thought he was talking about he used Arnie to do Duncan. the German no. skit. Yeah. Artie Johnson. Yeah. Know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sully That's looks great. like Artie Johnson. Yeah, a little bit. It's, Love it's, Sully. It's, it's perfect. But I sat and chatted with him. Okay. Pat Foley was sitting about the I heard oh, Pat was there. I mean, it was a back in the booth. Yeah, so was We're a who's who out there. Yes, got a couple of cold ones. Enjoying ourselves in the third row. Me, and I heard boys. Shay talking that beers over there were eighteen dollars a piece. No, that's what I he heard. Yeah, seventeen fifty. Not a regular Miller Lite. Yes. The big tall mm-hmm. really? yeah, tall I mean, they, yeah, but that was the, the smallest one you could get. Seventeen fifty. It's gone up to that much. Yeah. I don't Why do you think a... they won't make any changes on that that basketball team? Because they're ringing the yeah. cash register in that building yeah. every yeah. night. Why do they have to make changes? You got idiots paying seventeen fifty for a beer. Round of beers, like at a game with your buddies, it's a hundred yeah. bucks for, yeah. for oh, yeah. a round of yes. beer. Come on now, I I know that they're like I you go to the ballpark, they're probably like yeah. twelve fifty or thirteen fifty, but I didn't know there were seventeen that, something. That, now, I don't know dynamic if it was pricing. a special event and maybe they control uh, the pricing uh, of dynamic it. Dynamic pricing? Oh, you think they raised it? Yeah, I don't know but, if it's a United Center thing or if it's thing. a yeah showcase thing because it wasn't. Wow, that's technically crazy. a Bulls or seventeen fifty. Yeah, but it's still run it's by probably the what, same... an eighteen ouncer. Is this... that what it is? No, it was over twenty. I okay. want to say oh, twenty so ounces, twenty two beers. Yeah. So you're getting almost two beers. All right, that so makes... it had to be the big boy then. It was, yeah, no, it was. It, like it wasn't the, the sixteen ounce beer. So you're no, getting no, about it's two. 16 ounces, yeah. yeah you're okay. getting almost two beers. Still, Still you're paying eight bucks a eight, beer. Eight yeah. and a half bucks I mean, a beer. wait a second. You're, give, you're, you're rounding up to 20, aren't you? Yeah, you're rounding up to 10 bucks so a beer. So 10 bucks a you're beer. You're tipping, you're at $10 yeah, a it's beer. it's 10 bucks a beer. They had these, uh, I never told you guys, you were there. Um, when we were at Allegiant, we talked about how cool like yeah. some of the stuff is. In Kansas City, when you go, some of these express checkouts. So you go in, and it's like a self-service thing. And they still and, want you to tip, don't they? Uh, I don't know if they yeah. wanted you, if they asked for a tip. But they, they monitor you in there. So you go through a gate, and they know you're in there. And then as you come out, it automatically, as you go through this gate, it scans everything Scanning. you've got in your hand. Yeah. So, so right like there are stores that do that now. Or, yeah. I don't know if you scanned your, I forgot how it went, if you scanned your credit card before you even went in. And as you walked... It just automatically registered everything, and they gave you the receipt. Forgot how it went, but it was super convenient. There was no line, and it was like basically walking into like a Seven yeah. Eleven, where you just you walk in, you grab your stuff out of the fridge, you know, and, and you had the cans of beer, the big yeah. cans of beer, yeah, and it was great. You know why they do that? Way. So well, they don't have some, to hire people. Well, you don't have to hire people, and you're probably even because if it's more it's efficient. efficient and quick, you're probably selling more, more. of it. 
and you're cutting well, back yeah, on your right. overhead that's is significantly less waiting, less waiting for uh, for me at least well, when I got I mean. it. Like yeah. you know, it's like it's more efficient that way. You're selling more units of it potentially. All right, so Justin's back, Zach, uh, Zion, all that fun stuff. Yeah. I assume on the show Barstool today. Barstool Big Cat in studio at four. Awesome. You can watch in that studio. on Twitch and Great. YouTube love live. It. Yeah, that's why we moved him to Wednesday. I love that. He's going to be able to do that. Waddle wants him to start singing the national anthem every time he's in here. Every time he's in here. Yeah, we start a segment with him doing the national anthem. I like that. Do you remember when, like, a a station, a television station back in like the seventies, would sign on for the day, and they would always start with the anthem? Or sign off too. At night, they still sign off with the national anthem. Do they? Yep. So we should we should make uh, Barstool Big Cat uh, sing the anthem. I think that's a good idea. You think he'll do it? Yes. We'll ask him. Yes, I yeah. do think he'll do it. A man of his uh, accomplishment, you yes. don't force him to do anything. Right, right. Well, ask nicely. If he's a willing participant. Well, if he All doesn't right. do it, we'll put him in a headlock. There you go. Sounds good. Where maybe, do you think maybe, maybe God bless America, America then? Oh, I love God bless who America. Doesn't? Sure, who doesn't? Uh, it's a beautiful song. Oh, beautiful song. Fantastic. Um, where do you guys believe uh, Ryan Poles is on Justin Fields? Do, does he have to win him back over? Is he still like even and and willing to be swayed either way? I believe he is out now on him, and only something extraordinary over the next seven weeks will change. Fifteen hundred yards, fourteen that, and three. That's what I believe. With how many wins? Five wins. Oh, five. Boy, is that seven. your prediction for him? Four no, what he would have to no, do. That's oh. what he would have yeah. to do. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I don't predict that. Even though I'm predicting a Bears victory, I time. heard that. My five uh, yeah, I think they're in a little deep this special. weekend, but there's some winnable games, Well, that's got to be a good payoff. What does the money line pay on that? Right, yeah, 400. Plus 400. Is it really? Yeah. It's down nice. now probably because it's uh, plus Because Johnny put a big number down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He swayed the public. Yep. Uh, that's yep. what I did. Crack yeah. dealer. He yep. put a, uh, put a headlock on that number. Yeah. All right, boys. Yep. Have a great show. So we'll talk. Uh, what, what, what do you want to see from Justin specifically? What does Justin Fields have to do to win the Bears over? What does he have to do if you're not a fan uh, of him to win you over? If you are a fan, what do you believe um, he should or shouldn't have to do? Uh, 312-332-3776. We'll play some of the stuff Matt Eberflus had to say. Justin meets the media at about 240. We will carry that live. Sounds so good. Some good stuff. I, like, one, I am worried about one thing, and I will uh, tell you about that coming up next. Sounds good. Why don't Sylvie next? See you tomorrow. Twin Peaks is the ultimate sports lodge you've been searching for this season. They have everything you need. 360 degrees of TV so you don't miss a second to the game. Amazing eats. And then, of course, you've got the scenic views. Their kitchen is bursting with made-from-scratch eats like their delicious smoked and grilled chicken wings, smash burgers, or the famous mom's pot roast. I know somebody who had that last time we were there, and he said it was delicious. Pair that with a 29-degree ice-cold beer and a man-sized mug, and life is good. Get to Twin Peaks today and every game day. Eats, drinks, scenic views. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Adam Johns, The Athletic, does great work. Adam, if they decide to go in a different direction with the quarterback, do the dominoes begin to fall further as well? Like, you don't bring back the existing coaching staff if you're going to draft another quarterback with the first overall selection, do you? How about the existing head coach but changing the offensive staff? 
to have maybe some chemistry from from day one. I think maybe that's the, the road I would go down because I believe everything that Ryan Pohl said a few weeks ago back about Matt Eberflus. Like he really believes in what he's doing behind the scenes. And then you see the actual proof with this defense, which is starting to turn it around, and he just gave an upgrade, a Montez Sweat. I think he believes in what Matt Eberflus could do defensively and maybe even culture-wise, team-wise overall. But yes, to your point, Tom, if you're moving on from Justin Fields, you might have to move on from Luke Getty, too. So uh, yesterday, that was Adam John saying that he thinks Matt Eberflus could be back. That he believed what Ryan Poles had to say. Did you get the text I sent you from what your guy Schmitz he had to? T- I think he tweeted it last night. I did. Is that I Robert was Schmitz, I believe. I think I sent it to you guys last night. That was an interesting take on his behalf. Let me uh, let me read this for you. See, it's on our afternoon show. Here it is. And and I mentioned were- it because I know you're a fan of Schmitzy. Yeah, I guess we all. Yeah, he's we on both. the he's on the Bears blog. He's yeah. the uh, editor in chief of the Bears blog. He said Bears fans stand before two doors right now. Door number one: fire Matt Eberflus, hire a new offensive head coach, draft one of the best quarterback prospects since Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, and sync up their head coach and quarterback timeline for the first time in twenty five or more years. Then between the 24 and 25 off seasons, use the cap space and other draft picks to shore up a contending roster by 2025. Or door number two, stick with Eberflus and Justin Fields when the former needs at least two more all pros, a three technique and an edge rusher for his defense to work against good teams. And the latter needs at least two more great offensive linemen and another offensive a wide receiver weapon before his sacks and turnovers will drop. Hire a new offensive coordinator and hope the Bears go from worst to first in 2024. If they don't, fire Eberflus after the season and hope that somehow a path to changing quarterbacks opens up. I can't imagine picking door number two. Like, it's, it's, it's common sense. I, like, again, I could see a way. He has to really win you over. I could see a way. That fields, if the light somehow, some way goes on in these last seven, considering what he did in the couple of games before the injury, before the Vikings game, uh, the Washington game, uh, the Denver game, he wasn't good in all four quarters, but for the most part, he was good. He put up good numbers. That if, if he shows you over these next seven, um, I, I had a reset. I reset on the sideline. I'm taking, la- like, these are the things I want to see. I want to see him take less sacks. I want him to see, I want to see less turnovers. I want to see a better fourth quarter performance. When the games are on the line, I want him to play his best football. I want to see more wins. I want to see him elevate the rest of the roster as the offensive line is the healthy it's been in a, in a long, long time. There are things he can do that are tangible. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, I want to see 2,000 yards. I want to see X amount of touchdowns. We'll know it. I said it before the season that it's not stats. We'll know he's better, that he's just not holding on to the football for six seconds, that he will take less sacks. He's going to be a better quarterback. If he does those things and the light has gone on and we say, it finally went on. And then all of a sudden you're thinking differently. I'm open for that discussion. I am too. I don't want to bring 
the coach back. I, 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 I am in the, at the point right now where I, it's going to take a lot to convince me of that. Well, if the quarterback is playing cleaner football, which means he's taking fewer sacks and he's taking care of the football and he's also playing better in the fourth quarter, you're going to win more games which makes it more likely that the coach is coming I know, back. I know, right. Those I mean, two, those like, are connected. And, 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 it, and it was one of my quantifiers, winning yeah. more games. Like, Bajent went 2-2. Two and two. The people who are only in the Fields camp, the ones who are only Fields fanatics, the Fields fanboys will say, well, Sylvie, he only beat the Raiders and the Panthers. Those two teams sucked. And this and that, like, I don't care. Our we, guy's only beaten the Commanders and going back last year, he beat the Texans and a bad Patriots team. Like, yeah, I mean, like, win, like they haven't won enough games. No. Just win games. I don't care who they're against. Win games. So if, if Justin beats Atlanta, who's not very good and they don't have a quarterback, if he goes out and beats Arizona, if he goes out and beats Josh Dobbs and the Vikings... If he goes out and beats Green Bay and Jordan Love and a team that looks rudderless right now, what, what is that, four? I just gave you four of four teams who aren't very good. If they can close with a four and three finish with those four wins, I don't care. Give me four wins. It's not like you're playing a murderer's row of teams here that can't be beaten. No, um, and I think that your statement about don't tie it to stats, use your eyes and use common sense. Look, you're going to get some good tests coming up. You're going to Detroit. This is the team that is at the top of your division. It's a good football team. Are they a great defense? No. They, they defend the run exceptionally well, but you can throw it on them. But to go into their building and orchestrate a win would be something that would be a feather in the cap of the quarterback and the coach. The following week, you're going to go to Minnesota. And while you may not believe in their quarterback, and it may be that he's caught a heater, whatever the case may be, Brian Flores has found his stride. That defense was taking chance after chance after chance early in the season, and statistically, they were awful. You know where they're at right now? They're about middle of the pack or in the first half of the pack defensively, and they're pretty damn good defensively. It's and, going and to be Justin a challenge. Look, and, and Justin looked bad against yes. them the first it's time. It's going to the, be a challenge. In the three quarters he played or whatever it you're was. You're going to get the Lions at home after that, coming off the bye, and then you're going to Cleveland. And you could say what you want about the Cleveland offense. That defense is going to be a challenge. So the, the point I'm making is, is you're going to see Justin in some very interesting situations where I think the evaluation process will, I think, will, will, will bear a lot of fruits. You're not going out to play the Carolina Panthers. You're not going out. You're going to play some teams that will present stuff to you that you need to address and need to get over some hurdles. And I think you'll find out. I, I would. I thought you described exactly how I would have said. If somebody said to me, "What do you need to see?" I would said, "I need to see him play cleaner." In his career, he's thrown twenty-seven t- interceptions. He's fumbled nine times, and he's been sacked one hundred and fifteen times. Is that all on him? No. But you've got to get rid of the boom goes the dynamite mistakes. You've got to play cleaner. And as you said, and it's the one thing I think that many people have overlooked, but statistically, and these stats are important. In the fourth quarter is when he and that team has struggled most. So if you can play cleaner, you can provide some of the sparks that he does because he is a fabulous athlete with a great arm. And 
you can play better in the fourth quarter and you start to win a few games because of your quarterback, now we have a different conversation. Yes, I want to be won over. I want to be won over by somebody. Somebody win, like, if it feels so big, like, I, I, I want, I've always have been a fan. What I haven't been a fan of is, is the inconsistency. I want to be a fan. Uh, L.A. scored how many points against this Detroit defense? Herbert did what against? Like, they scored. I don't want to hear that this is a really, really tough test defensively. I know he hasn't played in a while. Go and score some points. You put up points against them at home last year. I think you scored 31 against them. Like, what I'm worried about, and this is what I told Carmen Yurko, covering the NFL, being an NFL fan, I've never remembered a quarterback who has missed time with a significant thumb injury on his throwing hand where he comes back and the injury is magically gone away. Whenever you go out with a thumb injury, the thumb injury, even when you come back, is usually an issue. And you would think so. What 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 I am worried about is it's going to cloud the judgment of everybody. Is okay, well now we can't judge Justin because he's playing through a thumb injury on his throwing hand. So now we can't judge his first two and a half years because of the, the, the team around him and the way he's been developed. And in the last seven, and you know, Sylvie, his his thumb, it, it's tough with a, a like Aaron. Like remember, Aaron Rodgers played through a thumb injury last year. We told you about Russell Wilson with a finger issue on his throwing hand a couple of years ago. Both he, guys struggled at times. Even when they come back, even when they get medically cleared, it's it's different to be medically cleared and to be completely healthy. And I just fear that I don't know if he's fully going to be himself and if we're really going to get a true evaluation. Well, look, I mean, fair or unfair, if he doesn't go out and do the things that you and I have just discussed, and it may be because the thumb is bothering him, it may be because of other reasons. If you get to the end of this regular season and over the next seven games, you haven't seen significant progress in some of those areas, you know what the decision is going to be. Whether you think it's fair or not, the decision is going to be to pivot and go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. That's reality. Yeah, yeah. Well, we both believe that polls right now needs to be won over. I, that's the way I felt that way when the season kicked off. I feel that way again right now. But I'm also one, as I've said all season long, like, look, my mind is going to be open until you get to the final snap of the final game of this season. That's the only way I know yeah, how to go yeah. about doing it. Yeah, just show me. Just show me right now. Change the show, narrative. Show I would say the same thing to the head coach right now. Yeah. And I know you're fearful of this, but what mm-hmm. I would say to him is, is, look, you want to bolster your job security? Go to Detroit with your defense that is playing better and shut down or at the very least slow down an offense that averages 400 yards and 27 points per game and is better in their, their building than they are in your building. Go up there and match wits with Ben Johnson, who everyone believes he should have been or would have been a head coach this year if he hadn't decided to go back to, to Detroit. He's definitely, if he wants to be a head coach at the end of this year, he's going to be a head coach. So there's nothing that Matty Rufloos could do that would be more beneficial to his job security is to go up there, match wits with Ben Johnson, and come away with a W led mostly by your defense or your defense was out there slowing down one of the best offenses in football. 
So these guys have an opportunity. That's all you want in life and in this game. You want an opportunity. There are a lot of guys in Bears uniforms and Bears sweatshirts this weekend that will have an opportunity to have a say in what their future is. That's why I said, like, I'm not trying to be overly dramatic, but they haven't accomplished anything to this point. Nothing. The quarterback hasn't really, and the coach hasn't. Like, if you go out there over the next seven weeks and you do some stuff where you and I look at each other on Monday and go, wow, haven't seen that, and then you start to string it together, yeah, they can change and, the narrative. And, and I know they're tied together, but I, I really believe there's much more with Justin than there is with the head coach. There's much more there. There's much more that I could grab a hold to than what the head coach brings to the table. You know that, but you also know that if they win seven games and they show improvement, yeah, I know, and then, the likelihood well, is that the coaching staff is coming back. And then the difference is, is Poles hired the coach. Poles didn't draft the quarterback. Correct. It's not his guy at the quarterback. It is his guy at coach. So I'm telling you, regardless, and I'm not disputing what you're saying, inside their building up in Lake Forest, these two things are connected. Yep. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. So as soon as... Uh, Fields meets the media. We'll just pull that up. Let's take some calls. I may have to interrupt a call, though. If Fields gets to the podium, we're going to air that live as he meets the media. And he has been cleared to play and uh, practice fully today. And he's raring to go against the Lions. And we all can't wait to see what he and the Bears are going to bring to the table on this really good test. Josh is in Munster. Josh, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? So I just have a question for you guys. Who was the quarterback? when we went to the Super Bowl last time. Rex, Rex Grossman. So do we all agree Fields is better than that? Of course. I think so, yeah. Okay, so I think we should make the team better, not necessarily start over with the quarterback. Well, if my bar is Rex Grossman, then I, I don't yeah. think I've set the bar well, at a reasonable, acceptable level. Like, you know, who can take us to the Super Bowl? That guy did. Well, you, that's my only point. With a, with, I, with I, like a game changing defense and it, like that's not the same returner and a, make the team better. That's not yeah. how I would have ever mapped it out. I never no. would have when they drafted Rex Grossman. What, what did he end up going twentieth when they traded down? Or I forget where he went. Was he earlier than that? I don't remember. They, they had two picks in that first round. They traded down. I would never say like the bars at Rex Grossman no. ever, 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 ever. I wouldn't even say the bar is at Cuddy now. Like, Cuddy's got all the records, but I want the next quarterback, whether it's Fields who's going to achieve it or it's one of these guys who you're going to draft in this year's draft, I want their career to be way better than Cutler's. That, that isn't the bar. That shouldn't be your bar. 56 and 56 as a starter. Yeah, and he never went to a Pro Bowl. He, yeah. ne- he never really was considered one of the better quarterbacks in the league here. No, I'm not tying win and loss, wins and losses directly to a QB, but it's part of the equation. And Jay was, I think if you look at his statistics and then you actually look at how the team performed when he was under center, it was a very, you know, unfortunately, it was a pretty mediocre stretch of time. Yeah. Should have been better. We were hoping for better. Yes, yes. Mike and Tinley, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Oh, hold on here, Mike. Yeah, uh, feels pretty good. Um, you know, so I'm um, just getting back into things. Feel good. Feels good to throw. Um, arm feels fresh, but um, yeah, feel good. And you know, I'm taped it up today at practice, so we'll see how it's feeling on Sunday to whether I need tape or not. But um, I try to glove at first, just because you don't have to grip the ball as much, you know, without a glove or with the glove. So, um, but I didn't really feel too comfortable with the glove on. So, yeah. Do you want to play every week? 
What are your thoughts now that you're actually going to be able to get out there again for the first time in like a month? What's up? So you want to play every game, obviously, but now you're actually getting the opportunity to do so. Just how excited are you about getting it back out there again? Yeah, I mean, of course, I'm really excited. Um, you know, I feel like the longer uh, I was out, the more, you know, I was I wanted to play. You know? uh, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get back, you know, this week and uh, get back on the field with the guys, for sure. How, how close were you to playing against Carolina? Was there real consideration? Um, yeah, it was real consideration. But um, I wanted to play, but... Uh, you know, the head trainer said it was my best, you know, probably for the best for the future long term um, to, to just wait it out one more week, especially, you know, coming off a short week and stuff like that. And, you know, if it would have got hit or something like that, it probably would have postponed it another two or three weeks. So, um, yeah. Are you looking at these next seven games any differently for you, even if thinking big picture of the evaluation of what the Bears are doing for you as a quarterback, or are you just kind of approaching them, okay, let's just try to win out these last no, nah, I mean, it just starts with Sunday um, and just taking it day by day. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's my focus right now is just, you know, focusing on Sunday, getting prepared for that, uh, you know, going out there, playing hard, playing to the uh, best of my ability. Justin, in, in what ways are you going to have to make sure that whether you're in the pocket or running with the football that it doesn't affect ball security? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be playing if it was going to affect that, so I don't see that at like see that as a problem, you know, come Sunday. So. Justin, it's fair to say that this is the longest stretch within a season ever in your football life that you haven't been able to play? Um, I don't – it might be. Um, I've broken these, these two fingers, so um, it might be uh, close. I'd say I missed about the same amount of time my senior year of high school, so, uh, yeah, pretty similar. That was with those, with the fingers? Yeah, with my index finger, yeah. What's it just been like kind of sitting impatiently, patiently, whatever you want to call it, for the last five weeks trying to try to figure out when the opening was going to come in? Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, when I was out, I was trying to, you know, just, you know, be the same leader I was when I was playing, um, you know, helping, of course, helping Tyson out with, you know, anything he asked for. I would, you know, write extra notes about, you know, scouting reports on DBs and safeties and linebackers and stuff and just send it to him. But, um, yeah, and, you know, just being on the sidelines, I feel like you look at the game from a different perspective um, and, you know, just kind of just seeing the game from a different view. So, um, you know, definitely learned a lot um, from, you know, just being on the sideline and um, just, just really just looking at the game from the sideline, just body language, you know, um, just, you know, different alignment cells and stuff like that. So, yeah. Is there anything you need to be cognizant of if you get hit or sacked about protecting your hand? Just protect the ball. That's number one. So if my hand gets hurt in the process, as long as the, the ball protected, you know, that's all that matters. But I'm not really out there thinking about my hand, you know. Um, if I was out there, like, it's like a mental block. There's no mental block with my thumb and, you know, playing playing normal football. So, yeah. The last time, the last time I talked to you, you said you were playing through some with some pain still. Is that all the way gone, or is that something you have to play with? What's up? The last time we talked to you, you said you, there was still a little bit of pain in your hand. Is that all the way gone, or is that something you have to play through? Are you talking about last week? Uh, November 3rd. Yeah. It was the Friday when you went when back first to practice. Yeah. First when, when I first came back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's not 100%, but, um, you know, it feels, feels good. Um, there's still a little bit of healing left, but it's stable. Um, you know, and like I said, it's it's good. Justin, obviously there's huge implications for any player in their third season. What do you hope to prove individually during the final seven games of this regular season? Just go out there and, you know, win games. Uh, not here to prove anything to anybody. Um, I'm 
plan for my teammates, plan for the coaches, and, you know, that's, that's it. Um, and everything else will take care of itself. So, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily trying to prove anything to anybody. Um, it's just go out there with my brothers and go out there and perform. So, yeah. Justin, with regard to being an observer the last few weeks, was there anything you saw from Tyson Bajit that you can apply to your game? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think really just looking at all quarterbacks, I feel like, Tyson, of course, Tyson, quarterbacks around the league, quarterbacks in college, like we all play the game differently. So, um, you know, things that Tyson did well, you know, I'm definitely going to try to you know, emulate that, of course, in my game. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're different quarterbacks. We, we don't do the same thing. So, um, but, of course, there's bits and pieces that we do do differently um, that he did well in the field. And, of course, I'm going to try to, you know, add that to my game for sure. Is there something in particular that really complements the way you play? Like you said, you are different quarterbacks, but sometimes that can – he merges too, and, and, and it helps. Is, it, is there anything he, did, he did that you feel like can complement your skills? Yeah, a lot of stuff for sure. Uh, Justin, what was, like, what was the experience like in getting them kind of be on the sideline? Here, Coach Gassi, call in those plays, not in a moment where you got to kind of just go regurgitate and execute, but actually be able to kind of evaluate why he's calling. Did you have a different perspective or a different experience with, with hearing it that way? Yeah. Um, a little bit, uh, of course. I think the Sunday night game, I was trying to, you know, just play the game in my head. I think I got a call down from upstairs and saying that the camera kept showing me call the play call, so I couldn't. I had to stop doing that. But, um, yeah, uh, I think, you know, just like you said, just seeing the game from a different perspective. And, of course, you know, I don't want to mess with Luke too much during the game. Of course, he's locked in, too. So um, uh, definitely just seeing why he's calling certain plays and, you know, uh, there were a few times where, you know, I wanted to ask him, you know, what were you thinking on this play? Like, what was your mindset? Like, what was your goal and to call in this play? But like I said, I didn't want to, you know, mess with his mojo because he's, he's locked in, you know, game day. I think I tried to talk to him one time and I mean, he just, you know, he's, he's so locked in. He didn't even hear me. But, um, yeah, uh, definitely, like I said earlier, just, you know, seeing the game from a different perspective and kind of just the bigger picture of things. When Tyson, when Tyson had some success, I think there were some people that wanted to create a quarterback controversy. Did you hear any of that? In, in yeah, I mean, of course, but that's the world we live in nowadays. You know, everybody wants, um, you know, everybody wants to cause a stir, cause media attention, boom, 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 comments, stories. So um, that's just, you know, that's just what comes with it. Um but, you know, I, I knew that was going to happen from the get-go, so it, it came to me as no surprise. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, like I said, I was coming in the building every day, um, being the same guy I was, you know, before I was hurt, and, um, you know, just trying to be the best leader I can be. Justin, while, while, while you were down, did you have a chance to look back at your first six games and evaluate what you did and what you need to work on? Um, I mean, I didn't go back. Uh, nah, because we do that, you know. After every game, I write notes from each game that we play and kind of just go over those notes. But, uh, no, not really. Um, yeah, I was just, you know, of course, looking at the film of the last game we played and, you know, just learning from, you know, Tyson and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, there you go. They cut it short, too. You heard, did you hear PR say one more? Yeah. I, I thought it, it was starting to get a little repetitive, so I understand that. But I thought there was a lot of stuff there. I thought he, okay. listen, I think he's a good teammate. I, I do. And and I always felt that what, what Chris Collinsworth said that people reacted to, maybe Chris beat on that drum a little too hard, but you can learn from watching people play your position, even if they are lesser performers. Even if you're the better quarterback, if you watch someone else play your position, you can learn stuff that you can actually implement in, in, in how you play the game. So I didn't think it was an outrageous thought that standing and watching, and Yurko says this all the time, 
He said, I think it was Blosh. Greg Blosh said to him, the best way I can teach you is to pull you off the field, make you stand next to me right here and watch someone else play your position. It's not about diminishing or belittling anybody. It's about you may get a different perspective by watching someone play your spot. So when you're back and you're the starter and you go back in, there may be one little thing, two little things, three little things, whatever it is. There may be things that you can implement in your game that makes you a better player. You're always learning. You think Josh Allen is a finished product now after six no. years and turning the ball I don't over know 100 if you're times? Ever, I don't know if you're ever finished. Right. So, like, I think the, the, the thought that, you know, that, that it's an outrageous statement to suggest that Justin can learn from whoever it is watching play his position doesn't mean you have to go out there and try to emulate that guy. But you can always learn from watching. Everybody can. Yeah, he is a good teammate. He's a great leader. Uh, now can he put it together on the field? 312-332-3776. There is still a comment, though, that concerned me. It was talking about the injury. We'll discuss that uh, coming up next. What do you need to see from fields? we got a variety of answers on Twitter. I want to read you those coming up next.